What's going on, rats? And welcome back to the Sewer Podcast. Uh, today, it, it's me, your host, Pan or Panavist, joined with Damien. Go on, Brianna. <laughs> Hi. And international music megastar and 120 star world record holder for the Super Mario 64 speedrun, our first ever guest, Simply. Yo. How, how's it going? Did you do a round of applause? Yeah, big, big round of applause, round of applause for, for, for Simply, <laughs> first ever guest. Man, that bit fell apart at the shoes, dude. <laughs> it did really his did. Best. Thank you, thank you. Yes, um, I'm doing pretty well. You know, I recently moved to Texas from Minnesota to pursue my dream of being a content man. And it's going pretty good. You know, there's ups and downs, but overall, I'm enjoying it. I think it's going to be a good experience, and I'm having fun. I mean, that, that that's definitely... You chose one of the best places, too, though. Texas is, like, a very nice... That must be a huge change, though. Uh, I think temperature-wise, definitely. I don't know how, how different it is culture shock-wise, though. Um, I don't, I mean, culturally, like, what do you mean? Just the people that are around here or the people that I'm well, living like, with? Rhea and I, we live, like, in Orange County, California. So, like, if we go anywhere that's not, like, a city, it's very weird. Really? Yeah. What do you mean Anything by weird? Because I'm like, if there's not a palm tree here, what the hell are we doing? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, if there's a palm tree anywhere near me, I'd be very confused. <laughs> Palm trees not are very beautiful. Either. We do not have any of those, unfortunately. The the bushery, the shrubbery around here isn't the most exciting. But the temperature, temperature is very nice. It's it's weird because it still feels like summer to me because it's still so warm. My parents are oh, like I sending bet. me videos of blizzards and stuff. Like they're already covered in snow. I'm like, God, thank God I'm not in that. I'm I'm I was ready to get out. How's <laughs> it uh, How's it feel not waking up in July with snow on the porch? Amazing. <laughs> fucking hell one month summer just august <laughs> i mean the june july minnesota would be all right most of the time there, there would be the occasional snowstorm it'd usually go away but yeah it would it would go it would just drag on for way too long definitely that's nuts because obviously i've never left the uk ever and i'm planning on doing it at some point but the weather just sounds awful like how often, like, how, how many months of the year do you, would you say it snows? It starts snowing now, like October, and then it probably doesn't stop snowing until June. May or June. Wow. And then the occasional in July. That's insane. Because, like, even in the UK, it's not that bad. It rains a lot, but we don't get snow. Well, it doesn't we, even snow We, we do, but... Like, December and January are like, are, like, our snow months. Then the rest of the year is just rain. There's no sun, just rain. Yeah, so that's how snow should be. <laughs> nice, though. What you're saying is there's only two seasons in Minnesota, winter and fall. <laughs> that kind of, but even the summers get ridiculously hot. Like, it gets super humid. It gets, oh, like, man. there's 100-degree days, 90-degree weeks. So it's it has it's, it has it all. It, we have the I, I like to say we have the worst of the worst and the best of the best, or like the worst of both sides. <laughs> it it gets bad, really cold, really gross, but it also gets really hot and really gross. So, Man. so it's like one extreme to another. There's yes. no in between. Yeah. Wow. You get both extremes. 
there, there is the in-between. That's like fall. Like October is perfect. Or um, not, not October. It's snowing right now. But August, September is like perfect. That That is the dream. That's when everyone comes outside for the first time all year. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> the hoodie sweatshirt. <laughs> Th- that's Everybody's just waiting. The UK, every, every day is just hoodie on just... Even if you're inside, you can wear a hoodie, and it's probably not too warm, because the UK is just shit. It's always cold. That sounds very nice. I like that, actually. Yeah, I mean, in, in the summer, I think we peaked at 30 degrees Celsius, maybe a little bit higher. <laughs> and that's, like, the hottest it's been in years. But I don't know, Celsius, mate. Not bloody sure what you're saying. I think Damien went to grab his phone to convert that. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know Fahrenheit, so it, it's... I just see him reach over, and I'm like, yep, he's doing it. Has he got that's... the numbers? Bro, that's 86 degrees Fahrenheit. That is hot. Yeah, that, that's like the hottest we get. Oh, oh that's wow. the hottest? Jeez. And, and that's like peak summer, like August time, that is what we get. God, I wish that were me. But then the rest of the time, it, it, it's probably... I think I've calculated this one before, but it, it averages around, like, 40 Fahrenheit. Uh, on average, per month, like, once you get into the winter months, it's, like, the average starts at, like, the high 60s. In December, it's, like, the low, like, the high 40s. Hang on. Simply, doesn't Texas get, like, hot rain? Hot rain. I don't think I've experienced that, but I would believe that that happens. It's like hum- the humidity in the summer. I remember being in Texas like once and it rained and it was so warm. I felt disgusting. I still love Texas though, but I felt disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I try. I, I do not. I barely went outside. Like when it, when it was summer, oh my God, you did not go outside. Ugh, no. It sounds horrible. Like yeah, cause It's very, very tough. Heat in the UK is just pure humidity and it's just sweat constantly. So hearing that it's hotter than that, but also humid, I would not want to go anywhere near Texas. Yeah. But yeah, so you went... Didn't, didn't you go from living with your parents to now living with, like, six other content creators? Wow. Yes. What, what yeah, was well, that transition yeah. like? Well, the reason I was living with my parents before is because I knew that I was going to be living with content creators like i was gonna move again so i was living on my own with with one roommate for mm, like the second half of 2019 Mm. and then in like sometime early 2020 i decided that i would move back in with my parents because i was going to be i was going to be moving anyway wait Actually, what was the reasoning? I think I wanted to just visit them because I hadn't seen them in a while. Mm. And then the thing about the the house that I lived in with my roommate, it was the internet was kind of bad and it would go out. And when you're streaming and you drop, like that's the most annoying thing. And that would happen yeah. pretty much every day. And I got, I was getting really tired of it. So I had been living with him. And then early 2020, I moved back. I was like, I told my roommate, yeah, I'll probably, I'll be back in like a couple weeks or something. And then I just, I just stayed there for like three, four months. <laughs> and then and then eventually I, I linked up with Ms. Kiff um, and Mitch Jones through Mario and then they're like you should come visit and then I visited them it was pretty chill I, I stayed at their house for a month slept in some closets it was pretty fun <laughs> and he's like dude move down here and I was like whoa okay and then I moved down and it's 
it's it was a little bit weird at first because I didn't know everybody that well, but now I feel like really comfy here, and it's cool because everybody kind of gets it. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm living with my parents or when I'm living back home, um, you know, doing content, there there's like certain things you go through that are kind of hard to convey, I guess. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't, you know, and so it's it's nice to be in like the same kind of environment. Yeah, I, I bet that's. A very nice thing to have, like, constantly. People that kind of understand what you do because they do the exact same thing. Yeah. And how long have you been living with them now? I moved here in early September, so it's been about a month and a half. Oh, wow. So so not that long. And uh, Because I found you a couple of months ago. I think it was, around, it was either like March or like May. I can't remember which one. Um, it's definitely a month that starts with M. But I, I found you like around that time when Ludwig and Miz shouted you out and started watching your content then. Um, because obviously when you hear, oh, so there's this person that's really fucking good at speedrunning Mario and you're kind of getting into speedrunning Mario. Like, oh shit, I'm, I'm going to check him out. But I've watched speedrunners before, and I've watched, like, just in general speedruns for different games. And most of the time, from what I've seen, like, th- this is no, like, direct attack to anyone, but the ones that I've seen in the past have had such a dry personality. Mm-hmm. So, going from that kind of thought of, of speedrunners, to then seeing your content where you're you're a lot more lively than, <laughs> than other speedrunners I've seen. Like, the the personality that you have on stream it is just way more entertaining so people come for obviously the speedrun obviously you got the world record and everything and then they see the personality and i feel like that's what most of them stay for yeah it's i think i was very bland and very dry for a while and i don't know after you stream like i'd been streaming for eight years i started in 2012 and i didn't even use mic back then because i was like self-conscious about my voice i was 15 my balls didn't drop yet and i was like man i don't want to mine still like, haven't bro i get it <laughs> <laughs> you make it work voice it, changer <laughs> he turns it off when brown speaks <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah so since then you've grown like a lot as well like since early this year from obviously connecting with Miz and like that kind of house mm-hmm. how's like the the changing viewers been like the, the changing growth at first it was a lot because I kind of I, I always thought of myself as like or I prided myself on being able to read like every message like I wanted to acknowledge every message at least read it I, I didn't have to say anything about it or or whatever but I wanted to read every message in my chat and then once once I linked up with him and I started getting more viewers it was it wasn't possible anymore and I was like getting overwhelmed by that because I wanted to keep up with what people were saying because mm-hmm. I'm I'm very very in tune or very in like I want to stay in touch with my chat you know I want to interact with them a lot because that's where all the content comes from, at least for me. Like I like I like the back and forth of my chat. That's where I I get my entertainment from, or what what makes it very enjoyable for me is the stupid things they come up with. But yeah, once that happened, I wasn't able to keep up as much, and I felt 
really bad about it and like i was in my head a lot as well about being entertaining i was like Mm. oh man i gotta be more entertaining now like these people won't stick around but that was probably for the first couple days or so and then i realized that like if i'm stressing out about this stuff and it's all in my head then it's just gonna affect the content and so it was something i had already kind of learned with speedrunning, where you just kind of got to let go and do your thing just do your best and then yeah, it's been going pretty well. I I feel, I feel like with that mindset, you could have any amount of viewers and you'd be fine. Like, it it could be like 10k, it could be 1k, it could be 100k, and I think it'd probably be, be all good. Yeah, definitely. And what one thing that obviously, it's simply on a podcast you you got to talk about it is like the eight years that you've been doing speedrunning. What like through that eight-year journey at the end well i say end but hitting that world record and Mm. actually getting it what does it feel like i mean in the moment it was like pure it was like a full body orgasm it was the most incredible thing that had ever happened by far like once i once i did it i realized i had done it that was it felt like a gigantic body nut pretty much man it was it was really good and obviously the build-up to it was very like a huge part of it because that's the only way you can put up with doing the same thing for eight years i've obviously taken a lot of breaks on and off so when i say eight years i really mean probably like four years of actively playing yeah and it's eight, just like eight stretched years of, out yeah definitely a lot spread out it's hard to continue grinding speed running the same game over and over a lot of people take breaks but yeah, that was definitely the biggest thing I've ever done. So I mean, it felt like a big chapter for sure. Yeah, with, with that, you said about like you, you taking breaks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But w- one of the breaks that's obviously quite prominent is, is the... When was it? It was... Um, was it last year, early this year? I, I don't know the time of it. You, you, you'll have to say about it. But, uh, when you injured your... Was it your hand or wrist it was like everything like my hands wrists um both sides basically i think it was 20 2017 or 2018 where yeah it was around yeah 2017 2018 i i wasn't super focused on mario at the time and i was playing Hmm. smash I was trying to get good at Smash when I went to college. I kind of forgot about Mario a bit and wasn't streaming as much, but playing a lot of Smash. And if you know anything about Smash, Super Smash Bros. Melee, people get hand problems like crazy. There's there's many prominent members of the community who have ruined their hands because of the game, like the way that you hold the, the GameCube controller and the movements that you do with it with certain characters, like Fox, a very technical character, It'll ruin your hands. And I was grinding Fox stuff like every day in my room. And eventually I noticed my hands were getting to this point where they were like burning. And I was like, this doesn't feel good. Like my forearms were burning. And I had messaged a member of the Mari community who had run into hand problems because I thought I was getting like tendonitis or whatever. And and then I stopped. I was like, I'm done playing Melee. I'll wait a little bit, then I'll play Mario. And then I was playing Mario and Mario was going good. And this was like 2017 or 2018. I was on this same come up that I had in like early 2020 where mm. I was getting better at the game, getting closer to the record, like super close to getting the world record. And I started getting that pain again. And it got so bad that I couldn't play Mario anymore. 
and it, and it got it, it was it, it it was much worse than it was before. It was like a serious sharp pain, and it was either in, it, it was it was in both hands. It moved around, but it was mostly in my right hand. Sometimes in my left hand. Kind of depend on what I was doing. And I went to many doctors. They're all like, "Yeah, you have tendonitis. You have carpal tunnel. You have cubital tunnel." In, in my other hand, and they're like, "You probably need surgery if you want this to be fixed." And I was like, "Yes, I'll do anything. Please do the carpal tunnel surgery." And they did it. I was listening to Ski Mask the Slump God while they were doing it. They like let me pick the music. It's pretty. It was a weird. It was a weird experience. It took like one minute. Like I, I wasn't looking, but they numbed my hand, and they were just like cutting it open. It's like a very quick surgery. Let's go. I mean, <laughs> good choice of music for it though. Ski goes hard. <laughs> I, I, as soon as I screaming. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I picked it, I was like, I felt like they might hurt me if they don't like the song, and it's definitely not a great song. So it's like the maybe I should the surgery more. depends on the music you put on. It's take so, a step back. that that would have been a lot of sauce i think i'd pick foot fungus direct scalpel the nerves (laughs) oh god but but they fixed it but it didn't really do much i still had the pain and so i i had to take a break like amongst all of this going to doctors and stuff i was taking a break from mario i was so close to the record i stopped and i started commentating because i wanted to still be in the community so i would like host these tournaments and then a viewer recommended me something. And this was after years of, like, stretching is what they say you're supposed to do. You're supposed to ice, take a rest, do strengthening exercises. I did, like, everything under the, the what are this, under the sun? Is that the saying? Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think so. I did everything under the sun and the moon to, for my hands. And it didn't work. I still had the pain when I would play Mario. But it was kind of weird because I'd only have the, the pain when I played and I was doing speedruns. Like, if I played Mario and I was doing other stuff, like a ROM hack or something, it wasn't as bad. And that always kind of confused me. But some viewer eventually recommended me a book called The Mind-Body Prescription. And he said that this helped a Smash player fix their hands. I was, like, kind of skeptical. But at the same time, I'm ready to try everything. Anything at this point. Because I tried everything. Pretty much. I got the surgery, too. And it still was kind of painful. And... I read this book front to back in like two days. It was it, it's like a two hundred page book. I was like I couldn't. I was addicted. It's really interesting stuff. And I mean, you can take it with a grain of salt. There's definitely some people who are skeptical of it, but it's basically the idea that repressed emotions or suppressed emotions are the the root cause of inflammation. Things like tendonitis, carpal tunnel, and basically, I had to believe that it was in my head the pain like it wasn't actually there there's nothing actually wrong with my hands and i was doing what the the book said you got to like journal you got to do some meditation for like a week and then boom the pain was gone and i was able to play mario before i read it i was able to play mario for maybe an hour or two before my hands were like okay i gotta stop afterwards i was playing 12 hours a day and i started the grind and that, that was like the end of 2019 and i grinded for like six or seven months straight playing hours hours every single day that's wild. It's absolutely insane because, like, it, it's kind of like placebo. Yeah. Like, you, kind, you of. kind of trick your mind into thinking that it'll do it, and it does. Kind of like a fake it till you become it thing. Sort of. Like, I, there, there's arguments for why it's not placebo, but, yeah, it's, in, in some senses, you could definitely see it that way. But I, I fully believe that it's, like, that is the actual cause. Like, there's nothing actually It's a mind over it. body kind of thing. Say I mean, again. I believe it. Wait, what did you say, Damien? I said it's a mind over body kind of thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, so much stuff, like, there's so much, I think I think so many more things that we deal with physically are mental, like, I mean, obviously because of that experience, but a lot of it, a lot of it is in the brain, for sure, or the stomach, whatever you're eating, you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the, the craziest kind of story for someone that is now holding the world record because I'm guessing when you get that kind of feeling where, where you just can only play for like two hours at a time, that's like, for, for 120, that's like one run. Yeah, there's no way you can grind when, you, when you're in that state. So I was, I felt very demoralized. I was like, damn, I was so close. Now I have to stop. Yeah, I'm guessing at that point you just feel like you'd never be able to get it. Yeah, there was, um, that was actually when I felt best, weirdly enough, was... I, I had these talks in my head where I, I was obsessed with the world record for a while. There was a part of me that was like, if I never get the world record, then like I failed as a person. Like I, I got so close. I've gotten so close so many times. I've wasted my, my time. I've wasted my life if I don't get number one, because that's all I ever wanted. Mm. And there was a point that I got to, it was probably like 2017 or 2018 where I just accepted that I would never get it. I was like, I'm never going to get the world record. That's fine. I'm just going to play the game and enjoy it. And things got better after that. And even on this final grind, I, I had kind of toyed around with those thoughts again. And you kind of, you, you just have to stop thinking about it pretty much. Yeah. Because if you think about it, it'll mess you up. You get nervous. Yeah, because um, you, you, like, we, we spoke obviously before we did the podcast a couple of days ago. Um, mm-hmm. And you said, like, you can't get attached to other runs. Because that's what, like, makes you stress out, essentially. Definitely. And, and obviously I've watched through the the world record run that you did and you speak about it in there as well saying that like you don't care about it and that's on the run that got you the world record which I find insane because when you're on the, the pace that you were on surely it's still there in the back of your mind. Yeah, it kind of came near the end like, I mean... You get burned so many times in speedrunning because you get attached to a run and then you make a mistake and you get mad. And if you're thinking about it from like a, I don't know if the word's macro, but if you're thinking about it in the bigger picture of like a full stream of speedrunning, you're not just doing one run. You're going to do multiple runs. Then you're going to reset. You're going to try again. Like six hours of spamming runs. And so if you get attached to one run and you're like two hours into the stream, that's bad news because... If that run goes sour, you're going to be sour. And there's, yeah, and there's times where you get so mad that you just end stream. Those are the worst. And so I was just trying to do everything I could to, like, minimize my frustration because it was just not optimal. It was like, if you get mad, you're going to play worse, guaranteed. You cannot get tilted. And so I did everything I could to, like, prevent that and figure out where that came from. And it's just attachment. Like, once you're, like, expecting things of the run or expecting things to go a certain way... Any expectations during the run, the, it's you're already ruined. It's already done. And it's very subtle. Like, mm. you, you basically have to be meditating. At least for me, when I'm in my ideal state of running, I'm very, very carefully watching the thoughts that are going around in my head. Because if you let them run wild, before you know it, you're going to be super mad. Super frustrated. And filled with, like, a ton of expectations and stuff. Because they, they naturally come out. It's a really wild way of thinking of things, but it, I mean, it works. 
definitely I never thought works. of it that way. No, never. It's like I, I like to watch a lot of like speedrunners too, and so when I'm seeing it, I'm like, oh wow, that's kind of cool, you know. And then they mess up, and it's like, oh bummer. But now, mm-hmm. like that you're talking about the actual like mental games that go on, it's like, damn, that's a lot more stressful. Yeah, it gets definitely pretty stressful. You're watching someone like take damage, just the the animation of it adding time to it. You're like, oh no! <laughs> and we're just sitting there watching it, like, like oh well, that sucks. Fun. <laughs> but like the person actually speedrunning is like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, when you watch runners, you can just see the tilt and and its effect it has on them, like immediately. If they make a, a one second mistake, that's gonna cascade out of control if they let it, and then before you know it, they're like throwing the run away over one seconds initially. Yeah. And especially I mean, with, even like, with, like Minecraft speedrunners, if they get a seed they don't like, they'll reset over and over. Oh, yeah, with, with the Minecraft ones. Because Simply started speedrunning Minecraft recently, <laughs> which... Yeah. Uh, how, how has that changed, like, in oh, comparison? Dude. dude, I didn't know... Like, so for, for doing Mario so long and playing it, like, at the level that I was, it's like, I have to be in such a good mindset... Or such, like, I, I need to have everything go right that day. I need to do all my rituals. I need to, like, wake up on time, take a shower, eat a good breakfast. Everything needs to go well before stream. And I so I can be focused, you know? I need, I need like, to be able to focus. And I've been doing, a, like, a much more casual approach to speedrunning recently. And, God, it's, it's felt so good. Like, I didn't know streaming could be this good this easy. Because there, there's some hard days when you're on the grind for, like, a top time. And so mm-hmm. Minecraft speedruns, Mario Odyssey speedruns have been such a, a breath of fresh air for me. Because I'm so bad. <laughs> so I could just, like, my times suck. So I can I can improve them so easily. So it's like, I don't reset very much at all. And if I do, it's, it's not that big of a deal. At least in Minecraft. Because the way Minecraft run work, is they're just all RNG anyway. So it's like... It's a huge change of pace. Mario, you're very in control of what happens. If you lose the run, it's probably your fault. But Minecraft, if you lose the run, a lot of times, it's not your fault. And it's it's kind of easy to accept that fact. Because it's like... Were you doing you do? it as casual as you're doing it? Is it like a random seed run? Or are you doing the set seed I've seen people do? Random seed. Random mm-hmm. seed glitchless. So fun. See, I've been trying to kind of learn the ropes of... of Minecraft speedrunning because obviously I've played the game since 2011. Like, I've been playing mm. it a while, but I- I've never thought to kind of try and do it as fast as possible and get a time and just kind of keep trying to improve that over time until a couple months ago when obviously Dream came out and, and started blowing up and that was a big thing and then other people have been like coming up being like oh yeah speedrunning minecraft like in hardcore or like on, on with this amount of mods whatever and it just seems so fun to do because everything's rng based but at the same time you do need that skill behind it because you could give the world record seed to someone that barely knows minecraft and they will not get a world record yeah, definitely. The, the The level of skill needed is definitely still there. Depends on the seed, too. Like, you need to exercise more skill in some parts. Like, movement-wise, if you're jumping over gaps and stuff like that. Hmm. It's basically a whole checklist for with, it's with Minecraft being kind of just a survival game in the first place. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it, it is pretty much just a checklist of different things that you got to mark off to be able to kind of execute runs well. Yeah, it's sick. So, how long have you been running Minecraft now? Uh, when did I start? I've probably been running Minecraft for... It's, I don't think it's been a month. Maybe it has. Time kind of flies, man. Time feels so weird when Texas... Like, it actually just feels different because it's always warm here. So, I'm like, oh, it's still summer. <laughs> but it's not. It's like, we're getting deep into fall. But probably about a month. Three, three four weeks, I think. Yeah, because um, you, you started... Was it yesterday you started the, um, the Invitational tournament that you're running for minecraft speedrunning yes and that that stream went pretty well uh as, as this comes out i think it'll be two weeks left because this comes out a week tomorrow so okay there'll be like two weeks left of that and you've got people like illumina is it that, that's part of it you've got some yeah, we got like, illumina you've got some pretty big names for like from the speedrunning community for minecraft like competing in the tournament which is wild to me because obviously you've been a part of the Mario community for like you said about eight years mm-hmm. and coming into a different speedrunning community being able to kind of gather those people for an invitational tournament so quickly is so sick and the, the way you have it all laid out on stream and like the way you do it works so well as well yeah they they're a, they're a good community. There's some toxic people in the Minecraft community, but I don't think it's the people that I invited to the tournament, not at all. But when I started speedrunning, oh my god, the amount of people that are like, you idiot, you don't know how to make a fucking... what? what? You can't make a flint and steel, it's so easy. And, and all these things that happen when you're on a run because people are like gods of the game or something. That, that was like my biggest... That was like the funniest part of, of starting running. But the people are super friendly. The thing about Minecraft is they're very, um, they're kind of outside. They're like outsiders. Because I never met any Minecraft speedrunners in person. Like, I've met, most of speedrunning is pretty uh, intertwined. You know, it's not like Mario 64 people are in their own little clique, own little group. Like, there's a lot of meshing amongst different communities. Once you go to these AGDQ, SGDQ events, everybody comes out. You get to know everybody from different communities. But I never met a Minecraft runner. They're kind of in their own bubble. But it was very, very dope for um, everyone to be so down to join it. I think it's, once you got the money incentive, you got the competition incentive, people are like, yeah, I want to I wanna show what I got. or and, and like a free chance at getting some money, so it made sense. But I think, wait, Damien, did you say something? Sorry. I was going to say, because you said people were, were, were getting on your ass about this time making Flintstone. I didn't know backseat speedrunning was a, a problem, because I would assume with speedrunning, they kind of know that you can't um, take like <laughs> stop and take advice. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, when I was starting Minecraft, I was so bad and so slow that I would be asking chat, like, oh, yeah, how do right. I make this? Or, oh, yeah, wait, what do I do here? But then that's and- like understandable that that wouldn't be a full run that's like you're trying to get the basics i don't know that's just backseat gaming's always confused me i think yeah unless unless they ask for it yeah people people will just uh yeah it it gets it's near the end of the run the end of the run is just an interesting time because you have to like get around the store i don't know if you've beaten minecraft but getting around the stronghold is like it's like a maze structure and people are people come and chat they're like dude you missed it it was obviously upstairs yeah, no, I, 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 I've only beaten it once, um, 
and it took me a long time to even get around the stronghold. It's just a maze of bad dreams. Yeah, it's a mess. And sometimes you just get really unlucky with where it spawns, and it's, like, really broken and messed up where there's just, like, gaps everywhere and lava spilling all over it. It's like, you just hope you get lucky and you get close to the portal room. Because sometimes you just fall right into the portal room. Other times it takes, like, five minutes. There was runs where it took me, like, probably... I just, you start getting, like, this weird uh, manic... I don't know if it's manic. I, I, you just turn into a maniac or something. Like The stronghold drives you crazy if you're in there long enough and you don't find the portal room. You get, like, stronghold hysteria or something. And then you just start running loops, like, running laps. And then the chat's like, lap number two. And I'm like, please. I'm trying to find it. I'm, like, running just into the same room. Just at the mouth trying to find the portal room. Just stop it. <laughs> stop pretending. It's so weird. <laughs> But yeah, so have you only been playing Minecraft the time that you've been trying to speedrun it? Uh, I go back and forth. I mean, I I have to keep the YouTube side of things going, and my audience is very much... I mean, on Twitch, which has been sick, is my audience is actually like very much down for, for Minecraft runs. Mm. Um, but on YouTube side of things, it's not as easy to like introduce a brand new thing. I'm still like trying to, to get that part sorted out. But I think the tournament will do a good job of, of doing that and getting my, my YouTube people introduced to the idea. But I, it's been mostly Minecraft speedrunning, and I've been doing, like, Mario challenges or Mario meme runs, mm. whatever, to to uh, have some YouTube content. Yeah, because YouTube's been doing pretty well. Um, like, had the, a couple videos do absolutely fucking brilliant. Um, mm. And you're getting very consistent views, and like the growth's pretty good as well. Because like when I first subbed, you were on probably about 10k. And oh, now it's at like 50. The channel. Yeah. How, how many subs are you on now? I think I'm around 50k. Jesus, 40k within the, that couple of months, especially with the the primary part of the content being like Mario speedrunning, it is insane. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, the algorithm, man, I don't know how it works, but I love these robots. They're, they're blessing me, dude. They're very good at what they do. Well, <laughs> I, I have a, a different opinion on the algorithm, but yeah. Don't say that, man. <laughs> oh, I hate the algorithm. It is such a mess. Like, the way YouTube has built that algorithm is stupid as fuck. Like, really? I, I think it's really good. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm biased, but, like, <laughs> I, I love it. It helped me grow. You say that now, man. YouTube says Mario Just never take Mario a break, simply. <laughs> never take a break. But, no, like, the, the, the way it's actually built it is ridiculous because they never rewrite the code for the algorithm. They just add to it, which can cause for a lot of long-term issues when it comes to programming, and it is just stupid. They, they've had the the opportunities to just rewrite it so many times but they never have and it's broken so many different things pushed so many different types of content out of the algorithm brought other types in favored different like genres and it's weird and it can be very very good for some people but it can also hurt a lot of people as well like youtube's just a weird one it's a really weird one yeah, I haven't been on it very long, but from what I've seen, um, you definitely got to adapt. 
Like, it, it seems like the meta of YouTube is ever-changing, and if you aren't on the front of that wave, and you aren't you aren't aware of, like, how your titles or thumbnails or the content should be structured, then it's it's going to slap you in the face. A hundred percent. Like, Let's Players definitely got... <laughs> like, if you look at their channels now, like, the, the, that was the thing that was popping, right? Like, ba- way back. I wasn't even doing YouTube back then, but I know that that was popping. Mm. And now if you do, like, oh, this is part 72 of my gameplay... Nobody's watching. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, that's not getting recommended. I've seen channels with over a million subscribers getting one thousand views a video. Yeah, it's crazy how that happens. That's like not even point one percent of their audience watching their videos. But like the the people that adapt to it are always gonna thrive because it's, it's obviously gonna be picked up with all the other content that that's kind of moving forward in a way that YouTube favors. I think a prime example of that is Jack's films. Yeah. His... As someone who adapted Yeah, he adapted the... Like, every time the algorithm changes, he is like a goddamn shapeshifter. <laughs> he just knows. I mean, another person, PewDiePie. Guy's been doing it for... I feel like than... once you get to a level, though, it does, doesn't matter... Well, you say that, but I saw something recently, actually, that's really interesting. Um, Someone was, I think it was iNabba that pointed this out. Um, And PewDiePie uploaded a video, and it had, like, in two hours, 24k views. Yeah, they think it had shadow banned. Yeah, you got completely blacklisted from searches and stuff. Like, YouTube can mess up some people. Just we just click of a finger. I'm not willing completely to say that it's a, a shadow ban though, because there are sometimes issues with like, you know, notifications being sent out to people and things like that. Yeah, but so I'm not completely willing to jump on that boat yet, unless we see this as a consistent problem going forward with this channel. I mean, it's YouTube though; it could be literally anything. Like this could just be like a one-time mess up, but with someone of his like status, I don't know why that wasn't fixed immediately. Yeah, I mean, he's got, what, 110 million subs or something ridiculous. He's got like more that. subscribers than some countries have people. Really? I mean, the UK has only got, like, I think we have 66 million people. He's got more subs than the entirety of the UK's population. How many subs does he have? Like, over 100 million. Jeez. That, that's so insane. That is crazy. Oh, my God. And every video he uploads... Oh, well... Until obviously this was like normally he uploads a video gets multiple million views like on drop. Yeah, it's insane. I could never imagine having that kind of magnitude of of influence. I guess. Like it does seem like PewDiePie has like sizzled, like settled down a bit, which I don't, I don't, I think like when you're at that point for so long, I don't see it not happening but when you think about like his audience like the ratio or whatever like subs to to views and you see like these new guys the, these minecraft people they're like on another level dude oh yeah they, they they say like one thing and their entire audience like makes it trending on twitter like they get something trending on twitter it's like at the flick of a wrist it's corpse husband he's been doing that too corpse husband's fan base yeah, has corpse. been on another level recently <laughs> right so well, because of among us yeah he like does... he shut down twitter basically Oh, yeah, he, he crashed Twitter with a picture of his hand, I think it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, oh. the, corpse, the corpse fan base is very diehard. 
it's insane. Like, did you guys see Mr. B's tweet out? Like, anyone that ratios him gets like a, a ten grand or something. Yeah, and then corpse <laughs> with like a smiley face. So Dream replied to it. Not even half the likes that Mr. Beast has. Corpse replied to it and has more than fifty thousand more likes on his tweet of a smiley face as a reply than Mr. Beast does on the like the main tweet. He's the only person to ratio him. I yeah, it's absurd. What kind of like you know what the vibe I get with Corpse Husband? Go on. Huh. You guys remember when Dan and Phil were all the rage? Oh no. <laughs> I get I, that I vibe that with is. some of the corpse so, stands. Right, okay, I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> so Dan and Phil are like the the old emo kid YouTubers from like 2014 from the UK. They were massive, but like they were Tumblr massive. And huh. The the reason why I say oh no and Damien uh, brings them up the other day, I caught Shauna watching one of their videos and I was like oh no, oh Shauna, she's back in 2014. <laughs> Dan and Phil were on another level back in like 2014, dude. Oh yeah, when people were getting like their high numbers being like 500, 600k views, they were getting like two to three million views. Like they were. Right big big youtubers how long have you guys been in the youtube game oh god um <laughs> i know for me i've been making videos since i was like a kid you're like 10 i was like 10 um, um across different channels and then this one blew up because of uh like i was doing reddit readings on a channel called mk and then from that channel basically i like we like blew it up to like a million subs and i left the channel how come you left? Uh, I'll tell you off camera. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to cause so much question. shit you saying that. Why are you going to say that? That's going to cause Damien so many issues. Question. Damien gets that question all the time. <laughs> I still get that question. So I get people commenting question, when you're going man. back to MK. It's just a question. Don't be scared of it. Yeah, it, it's juice. It is juice. You've got to provide us with the juice, Damien. All right. The or juice is um, basically the juice is if you go to our Patreon and pledge. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Sake. I'm hiding the answer behind a paywall. And the answer is I'll never tell. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, fine. I guess I may as well say. Um, basically the process with MK got very, um, not monotonous, but almost robotic as if like the guys running it kind of saw it more as like assets than people. At least that's how I felt at the time. Sure. And I was just kind of done. Um, I mean, I started speaking to you August last year, just after my birthday. Yeah. That was around the time you were voicing on MK. Like, that's when I got back in contact with you. Because I've known Damien for, like, five years. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a gap out of creating content and ended up speaking to Damien again. And as he was going through this, I was like, well, you want to do your own thing. I'll edit for you for free until you can start paying me. And then well, we'll just go from there. And that's kind of what happened yeah I, I should mention too because i had a brief stint with cowbelly as well during this time so yeah. there was a, a a point working between mk and cowbelly where i was doing like 
just a disgusting amount of videos a week. I think at one point, because I was taking so much on, I was doing like 20. It felt like 20 or more. What? A week. I was just like, it's all narration. So, like, that, it's it's easy in terms of, like, how, like, what I'm actually doing. Sure. Yeah, but I'm I mean, like, I see right now you, you're pumping out a fair amount of videos. It's like one a day. Or we're doing one a day, a day but like I can keep it fun because it's like it, what's getting difficult with Reddit is it's just so oversaturated now. Yeah, definitely. That I have to like I'm really kind of going out there with my jokes and bits. Like right now, the whole joke is I'm the only Reddit channel, so that like makes it more fun for me. Yeah. To I just mean, deny the existence of anyone else in my niche. Yeah, Reddit. I've I've noticed Reddit has been like. It's so good because Reddit is like it has super interesting content, but it's not always distilled in the best way. And yeah. So it's it's nice to have these videos that kind of sum it up. And and what you're do- I haven't seen I've never seen what you do I haven't really looked around this. Don't do much. it. I, <laughs> I I've 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 only seen like the the robot narrated where they just read out like ask Reddit questions and answers pretty much. Oh god. That one I would say that that and then like. As much as I love the team there, honestly, MK does saturate the Reddit market a lot. Because um, they're today. doing, like, twice daily. Oh, wow. They, they made it to twice daily now? They've been doing twice for a long time. They're, they've been doing twice daily since Damien. Since I was like, there. Yeah. They've been doing that for over a year now. I didn't even... <laughs> but I have I have noticed. I think doing twice daily is starting to kill them. I mean, it's sad to see. It sucks. Um, but maybe that's also just Reddit as a genre starting to take a hit. I feel like it can still be successful. We just got you got to change the formula up, but with what they do and what a lot of Reddit channels do, it's hard to accept that adaptation. Yeah, because it's very cut and paste, and especially at the minute trying to get us back into the algorithm. Like we, we've had a couple of the videos starting to get 100k again, and majority we average out at like 35k views, like 35 to 50k views between that margin at the minute. But having to do that kind of cut and paste style every single day is like, it's tedious, but it's kind of trying to get us back into the algorithm to kind of push things forward. I mean, you know, as soon as we're, we're looking to change it anyway, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. We had an idea for something I think you might get a kick out of uh, simply. Okay. We're making a, a, a smash roster tier list, but it's based upon who I could fucking wreck in a fight, like hand to hand. Okay. <laughs> Like, if it was behind a Denny's parking lot, what Smash character could I just leave on the pavement? <laughs> I, I, that That's good. Gotta branch out a bit. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah. I have such a good idea for the editing for that one, especially for Steve. I'm not going to say it in the podcast because I want it to be a surprise for when the video comes out, but off camera, I'll tell you about it simply. And I'll probably I made a tweet, like, teasing it, like, dissing Lucas, and people got mad at me. <laughs> I saw that tweet. Uh, I saw you tweet out about that, uh, and people were getting so mad in the reply. People were pissed at me for for talking bad on Lucas's name. I didn't realize it was that important to people. What else do you expect, though? There is always those. I thought people people liked Ness more, so I didn't say anything about Ness. Yeah, I didn't think Lucas had much love. No, there's some Lucas stands. They were not happy with me. Unless they think you're talking about a different Luke. <laughs> Talk about Lucas Cruikshank of Fred fame. <laughs> but yeah, like, the the content that we want to branch out into is going to be fun. Uh, I can't wait to start editing that shit. Because yeah, I'll finally be able to kind of showcase what I can do as well. And then I'll fire him. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, last time I left, you didn't upload for a month, so... I was sad. <laughs> Damon is like, actually, I'm sensitive. Okay? I was sad for two months, man. I'm sensitive. <laughs> Don't joke about that. That's the thing I'm sensitive about. <laughs> we're, we're, we're rolling into the last, like, ten minutes. You want to get into, like, people's uh, questions, Pan? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, are you down for that? I'm down. Fuck yeah. Um, I'll, I'll start it off with, with one from, from someone you might know, Ghost Boy. Um, yep, that's my boy. <laughs> uh, his, his question is, how do you feel about your YouTube, gran- uh, YouTube channel growing so much? Um, you know, obviously I have to thank my editor, Ghost Boy, for being such a godlike editor and making me seem so funny and stuff, because I'm just, like, dry on stream. So he, he pumps it up, and he's the only reason that I have to say... Thank you for the growth on YouTube. Ghost Boy is good, good, man. Ghost Boy is really good. good. Fuck yeah, dude. It's nice to see like your channel grow on YouTube, especially. Because, obviously, Twitch is hard to grow on as a solo platform. Yeah, I felt kind of lost on Twitch. Like The only way you grow on Twitch is collaborating, and I've, not, I've never been like the most collaborative person, at least with my streaming. Until uh, I met with Miz, and now I'm now I'm definitely more open to that idea and down to try it. But until then, I was very closed off and just wanted to keep my stream to just me, and just speedrunning Mario. And now I've I've realized there is another side, and it's a brighter side. And YouTube makes it feel less like a dead end because mm. even if I do do just myself, do do, then I <laughs> can still grow because. You know, you make some good YouTube stuff, like, you can grow on your own, pretty much, and mm-hmm. that's really cool. YouTube, I did not expect YouTube to be where it is right now. Yeah. I was expecting it to be at this point in, like, I don't know, six months from now, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you say about collaborative stuff as well, and you've been doing the tournaments, which yeah. have been absolutely killing it. Um, which, by the way, if anyone listening do- doesn't know what we're on about, twitch.tv slash simply, that's... Yeah. Go and watch. Is it Wednesdays and Fridays? Yeah, Wednesdays and Fridays in the afternoons usually. There's a tournament match going on. And that'll be for the next two weeks as this episode releases. Oh, that'll be for the next two months, I think. They run for a while. I'm pretty slow on them. I like to milk them. Okay, fair enough. They're pretty slow. There you go. For the next two months, every Wednesday and Friday, (laughs) you can catch the tournaments. (laughs) But then you stream pretty often anyway, so... Yeah. It's definitely worth going over and following simply because he is a Come very say hello it, it, exactly exactly oh that's one thing we haven't touched on is this question what got simply into music yeah oh. okay i my my older brother always like i i've always looked up to him a lot and i don't anymore because now i'm taller than him but <laughs> when i was a young lad he always showed me all the music stuff he always got my he, he was like my music tastes. Like, I didn't explore on my own. But there was mm-hmm. one day he showed me a song called Not Afraid by Eminem. And I was like, wow, this this makes me feel powerful. I was like an eighth grader just, like, <laughs> jumping up and down in my seat. Like, yeah, this shit goes. And I, I wanted to explore more, like, hip-hop. And I was like, you know what? I want to make a mixtape. At some point in my life, I want to make a mixtape. And so I started producing probably – it took a while. Like, I was listening – I, I, in eighth grade is when I was exposed to hip hop or, or like 
exposed to it, and I was like, damn, I really like this. I want to hear more of it. Four years later, I started producing, then I produced for about a year, and then I was like, all right, I'll just start rapping on my beats, and it was fun. And then I did drop a mixtape, and I was like, that was fun. I want to do it again. So here we are. So the music is like another side hustle of mine that that would be cool. That's like another challenge in my mind. Like world record was a challenge. Now another one that's on my mind is like, can I make it musically? <coughs> that would be cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on. Uh, got to clear my throat. So how, how long have you been making music? Then? Since 2015. Because I've heard a fair few of your songs. Um, like, like, did he just fuck on my sandwich? Um, <laughs> Classic. Banger. Uh, Dido on Dido, obviously. Um, of course. Uh, Nagasaki. Okay. Uh, the, 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 you're a feature on that, are you? Rather than, like, the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a feature. Um, obviously, Sauce Boss. This is just for the, the, <laughs> the top of my head that I'm just rolling these ones off. Um... He knows. I I I I know, because <laughs> I was like, oh shit, simply makes music. I went through and just listened to loads of the different music. I'm like, okay, yeah, um, I'm I'm fucking jamming, dude. But yeah, um, I have a question to roll off of that. Being, have you done the tournament track yet? No. <laughs> when will yeah, it be done? <laughs> Uh, it should be done already. I This is the first time I've, like, missed it. I always make it my own song for the tournaments, because I think it's fun to have, like, a theme song. They're always done before, but, um, I was, uh, honestly, leading up to the tournament, I had a lot of, like, anxiety about it. I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to turn out, and it, it had me feeling very, um, down, just kind of demotivated, but then we had the first day on Friday, and it went, it went really well, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. My bad. No problem. <laughs> I just hate you now, but that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was down, and then I was like, yeah, it, it went pretty well. So I, I pretty much, I have until like Wednesday to finish it, but Ghost Boy wants to upload a video tomorrow, and I want the theme song on that. So I should finish it like now, like today. So we'll probably do it today. They don't take long. Once I have like the inspiration, or once I have like the the bass line or i have the the melody in mind it's go time make a mcdonald's ice cream machine type beat i think that would, think that would go i think that would, i think that would bang and make a washing machine type of beat do you do music you seem like you'd be musically inclined damien do you do music um i want to like i i grew up off of like um like fucking old dirty bastard and shit like that okay um and i i have i i have a want to and i i know i can do it it's just a matter of me having the fucking time honestly sure there's um, only so much you can do in a day i know what my gimmick would be what's your gimmick i'm not rapping i'm gonna draw a face on my gut and let my my, my fucking gut do the rapping hey that's a good gimmick. That's that's a good like visual for a video. That's like yeah. a video that you want to share. Music video, belly just rapping. a slow pan out of, of, of just his belly, just with his hands, just kind of making it move as the. No, <laughs> I wear a green screen glove so they can't see my hands. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll call it little indigestion. <laughs> hmm. The name's little indigestion. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> 
Nice. <laughs> oh god. Um, right, we'll do like two more questions. Pick them uh, out, man. Ooh, there's quite a few. Um, I saw some of them. Some of them were absolute trash. Oh, some of them are fucking literally we, We've said that so often. Some people get questioned like, so what's it like doing this? And I'm like, oh, no, dog, you tell me. Or like, what's your favorite sh- like this? I'm like, that's not what I want to answer. Last week right it now. was like, where are the beans? And it's yeah. like, what? What do you mean, where are the beans? <laughs> and the, 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 there's one right here, and it's just, why did she leave? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, for... Like, uh, this is a question from my ex-wife. Why did you leave? <laughs> Susan, you whore. <laughs> oh, God. We're calling you out, Susan, on the Sewer Podcast. Susan, you a bitch. <laughs> but please come back and bring the kids. <laughs> I miss you. Okay, there's actually a half-decent question. How did you get so good at freestyling? Oh, that's... You just gotta do it, man. I know that's like a very brainiac answer or whatever, but yeah, you just. I was I was terrible at freestyling. People will people think that people have like some kind of natural like maybe you have like some some slight natural talent, but most of it's just doing it a lot. And I've done a lot of freestyling because it's really fun. It's like a good party thing. Like if you're at a party or something, or or you have like a couple people over, and they know how to freestyle, that's like one of the most fun things to do. Just throw on oh, a beat, I bet. just talk some shit. Yeah, because um, I, I was watching one of your freestyle streams. Um, it, was it sponsored by Fireball? Yeah, we were. <laughs> Fireball Friday, baby. Freestyle Friday. Drunk as shit. And Slick was uh, stumbling around and <laughs> trying to freestyle. <laughs> it ain't easy. It ain't easy. It's not. But... I've tried many, many a times. And I am awful. Have I ever tried? Oh, yeah. Oh, how was I? <laughs> Pretty bad. Nice. You were drunk. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Damien, like, you just need to not think about it. I got, it's all improv, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially what freestyling is, right? It's just improv rapping instead of, like... Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's right. exactly it. Off the top, you definitely don't want to think too much. I definitely think I do better when I'm, like, blasted because i'm not thinking i'm just like out of it and so it just like flows out is it a lot easier depends who you're around if the vibes are on point then like it's it's gonna be sick but if it's if it's like not quite in the air then it's gonna affect the freestyle for sure uh, I, I was gonna say something then but it's literally just slipped my mind rip i am brain dead today uh, i've been up for like five hours and I am just out of it already, and I don't know why. Um, so if someone has a question, back to the, the Mario topic. Um, if someone beats... Okay. The, the, their wording, if someone beats your miraculous world record, will you go back to SM64 to grind it out, or do you enjoy variety streaming too much? The variety streaming has been, like, so fun. And part of the reason I do it a lot and been, and have always been itching to do it is because, you know, there's going to be a time where I don't want to play Mario. And if, mm-hmm. and if that's all people want to watch, then my stream will die and my channel will die, which was always fine with me. I always accepted that fact. That's like a fact of speedrunning. People want to watch your main game. 
But now I've I've like finally embarked on this journey is trying to like make it or whatever or like trying my best to to do content and to be able to uh, you know have longevity. And so you have to do variety. Like you just can't play the same game over and over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can have it as like an anchor, but you do play other games occasionally. But if my record gets beaten, I don't know how I'm going to react. I, I, it's hard for me to imagine unless it happens. So once it happens, I'll know. But I, I don't think my journey with Mario is done yet. I do think I want to improve that time. But it was the longest grind I've ever done. And so it's super nice. Like, this variety run I've been doing has been exquisite. It's honestly just been, I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. It's been really fun. But I'll probably continue to do both. This being said, when will you take the challenge and speedrun the only game that matters now? Uh, what what's the the shadows of a the dark the Dark Souls game, but it's all Japanese? <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> I have no idea. Put Demon yourself Souls? through it. What? Demon Souls? No, it's like shadows oh, of whatever. Yeah. Oh, Sekiro. Sekiro. Shadows die twice. Yeah. I have not played that game yet. I love Souls games though, so that's probably that's on my list. I'm going to play Sekiro. I'm actually when the when the PS5 comes out, I'm gonna get one and I want to be speedrunning Demon Souls. I've never, never speedrun a Souls game, but it looks pretty fun. And I was always opposed to trying different speedruns because I was like Mario's the best speedrun. There's no reason to try anything else. It's the best. But I was like so so ignorant. I've just been having a blast speedrunning other games, so I'm definitely going to try Demon Souls and probably Zero th- at some point. I think the fun of it is just the concept of trying to be the best of it. Yeah, that well, that that is like the real grind. I don't know if I care that much about that for like Minecraft or whatever. Maybe for Demon Souls, that's going to be the the grind. Like on a new game. Yeah. I've never I've never been like the first to a new game, and so that will be my chance to be like, all right, here we go. Let's you know, take control of Demon Souls. Souls. Hmm. Say again. Just take control. Wasn't it like a remaster, uh, like that's coming out? It's a remake, not a remaster. Oh, they're remaking it. Yeah, complete grounded remake. It looks. I never played the original. Never played the original. I'm so hyped for it. It's gonna be basically like a new Dark Souls game because I've never played it, and Mm. it's a remake. I'm fucking. I'm excited. One. Have you seen the gameplay for it? Like the gameplay trailer that was released. I did not. One thing that annoys me, you like with Souls games, obviously when you get hit when you're blocking you have that stagger yep you don't like from the gameplay that's being teased there is no stagger from being hit oh there's definitely gotta be a stagger like they probably just didn't show it in there yeah i mean hopefully they they add it in for when the game's actually released but it, it didn't look like it would be as hard as the souls games are like the Dark Souls and like the originals. Hmm. But I'll see that. I'll I'll, uh, I'll send you the the video uh, after we've uh, wrapped up, so you can. Yeah, I think we're uh, running out of time here. We're going on a we're we're past the hour, so uh, you want to do the outro pan? Uh, I'll I'll let you wrap it up today. I'll actually wait because simply is there anything you want you want to shout out before? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say we should let him plug before we. Yeah, de- definitely. Plan. Plug all your shit. Alright, yo, I'm Simply. Check out my YouTube, it's Simply. Check out my Twitter, it's Simply N64. Twitch, Simply. Uh, Instagram, Simp Father Jones. My TikTok is The Big Simp. Uh, um, yeah, I think that's it. What's your LinkedIn? 
Oh, uh, I would prefer to not say my like. <laughs> what about Spotify and SoundCloud? Oh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Simply. Spotify, Simply, I don't know. SoundCloud is like Simply64, I think. But yeah. Check out Did He Just Fuck Up My Sandwich. That's one of my favorites that I've made. Great song. Great song. Go check it out. Uh, and thank you. Thank you for, for coming along and being the first ever guest. Thank yeah. you for having me. This, this was very nice. It, very chill. It, it, it's been fun. It's going to wrap it up for the Sewer Podcast. Join us next week when we dismantle everything about the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> right down okay. to the ground where we found an engineer and we just want him to just fucking rip it to shreds. And put this it back together. That's right. Audio only. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>